about this. This is a roller coaster. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like to start off, it's just it's wild. Uh, I just grew so much after that. All of, all of the good and bad. But um, it's wild because for months planning it, um, I was just so excited. I was so excited to show her. Yeah. And then, it, yeah, it was. Uh, it, it definitely hurt getting all those comments. Um, Especially when you're very proud of something and you're thinking like, oh, I, I thought this was good. And then yeah. just like, it ain't gonna come overnight. We done seen so many nights. We had to start from the bottom. We done heard so many lies. But we still made it this far, even though they tried to stop. Welcome back to another episode of Inspired by You Podcast. Today I'm with Alex Ann Allen, and we're going to talk about uh, her inspiration in the art world and just what she's doing with her craft. Uh, so where, I guess, I've seen you work with, you know, big brands like the Bleacher Report, Zelle, Verizon. Uh, where did you get your start, though? Like, uh, Yeah, so I started um, when I was about 16, uh, 29 now. Uh, and I've been painting full-time for about four years. Um, I took a little break in my early 20s, and I'd say I started to take it seriously like five years ago, because like, life's just too short. Like, yeah. we yeah. <laughs> get older every day, so. Where do you think, I guess, you get your inspiration from um, in the art world? Um, I get my inspiration from street artists that I follow, like on Instagram. Um, uh, Freelancers, uh, people like me that, um, you know, we wake up and do the same thing. We do this, like, not uh, conventional conventional uh, uh, way of life. Um, and, yeah, they inspire me every day, so. Yeah. Um, and this podcast, I kind of started it, like, for creators, you know, kind of by creators. And so a lot of the people that I want to talk to are just kind of all around creators. Because I feel yeah. like we kind of have the same struggles on, you know, one level or another. Um was there anybody, I guess, uh, one thing that I noticed, um, and this is why I decided to change the name of my podcast from Imperfect on Purpose to um, Inspired by You podcast, because I started noticing that, um, not even just in the creator world, but just in a general sense, that like I feel like um, we all uh, kind of growing up or whatever, I feel like we either have somebody that's like an inspiration to us that we you know kind of saw ourselves like within them and like we were able to visualize where we wanted to be from that or you didn't have anybody like that and then that like you decided to become you know kind of that inspiration for like the next generation or for other people do you feel like you had I guess somebody that somebody specific that you were able to kind of see them do you know kind of what you want to do in some level or another or do you feel like you are kind of paving the way for like the next generation? Um, that's a great question. <laughs> uh, uh, we were talking about this earlier, but I would say that like one of my uh, biggest inspirations is like uh, my mom, like she, growing up, she was an artist. Uh, she was really skilled, like pen and ink. Uh, she'd do a lot of architecture uh, drawings. Um, and she kind of had to give that up uh, being a mom. So uh, I feel sometimes like when I want to give up as an artist, that's kind of like, I. Push, uh, push through because I want to like fulfill oh. that in a way. So. Yeah, that's super dope. That was really <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's super dope though. Um, do you feel like uh, I guess what what would you what advice would you give to um, kind of I guess either young you know you mm -hmm. as an artist or you know other young artists? Um, to uh, advice for living like a creative lifestyle or. Uh, this in general, what would be kind of your best you know, um, piece of advice? Like if you were meeting, I guess, young you or yeah. a young artist? Like, I, yeah, I'd say like the biggest thing is when you're first starting out, figure out like why you're doing it. 
like why like why are you getting up why are you picking up that pen that brush and then always keep that write it down or just like journal it and because there's gonna be really really tough times and uh, maybe those tough times even um, uh, they they just build up and you have to go back to like that that foundation of why you're doing it so. yeah. yeah that makes sense it's funny too because um, one of my favorite phrases is like people don't buy into what you do they buy into why you do it mm -hmm. and so people can usually sense the passion behind yeah what it, it, I think it shines through when you're when you're generally uh, doing something uh, pure just like just out of love yeah. that, that comes through yeah. um, so over I think it was over the summer mm -hmm. you maybe it was like the spring I'm not sure but sometime over the course of the past year you curated your own event yeah. Mania. what was that like and I guess where did you get the inspiration for that how did that happen Just yeah uh, so I got the inspiration uh, three years ago um, I got asked to uh, attend my first mural festival um, and just being surrounded by um, those artists throughout that week and just like learning from them and watching like pieces around you on walls like go up in real time it was like the most <laughs> inspiring like inspiring thing of my life and that affected me like that week affected me so much where the following year i spent nine months planning um neuromania and which was it was a big success um yeah that was it was a great week last year um and i haven't really announced this yet might as well on the podcast hey. yeah so <laughs> Um, I will be organizing in 2023 and 2024. So the working with the city to uh, bring 10 new murals from artists outside the wow. South Bend, inside, you know, South Bend. So man, that's super. It's uh, finally yeah. There's no there's no turning back. So I <laughs> yeah. That's super cool. It's it's amazing too to see like the city kind of brighten up with all these you know not yeah. just hair murals but even now like murals from other artists um, man that's amazing that's congrats too yeah, like that's, that's a big deal I, yeah definitely i don't want to be like uh, i want um other artists to come in and have opportunities yeah. too and um if i'm able to help like provide that then that's and be a part of that then that makes me really happy so yeah no that's super dope and then too even then you kind of went on your own like basically like the like how artists <laughs> how uh, yeah. like music artists go on like a like a road trip tour yeah. you went on like your own like road trip tour kind of across the country and did murals as well so what was that like that was i got a little bit of a taste of what uh like my biggest dream is like i like every year i want to try to like plan something like that a yeah. month a month or two of just traveling and uh it's just exciting um there's always like pros and cons, but like the pros obviously are seeing a new city and like uh, just taking in new neighborhoods, new people, uh, restaurants, sites. Um, the cons I would say are like obviously a little bit, a little bit of homesick, you know, like living yeah. out of hotels. <laughs> but uh, it's it's that was a great. Yeah. Was there anybody kind of that you met, I guess, in one of the cities that like maybe inspired you in some way? Or yeah, um, I met some great um, folks in uh, Erie, Pennsylvania, um, and there I was part of this initiative called Purposeful Placemaking, and it brings uh, they're bringing fifty new murals into Erie over the course of two years, um, and they're also highlighting um, mostly female uh, street artists, which is really cool. So yeah. I was just inspired all around seeing those new pieces. Yeah, wow, that's super dope. <clears throat> um, 
So then recently you were, I guess, commissioned probably to do um, a mural at the old um, MLK Center, which will be soon to be renovated or Torn down, down. Yeah, torn down, yeah. and then we yeah. build up for a new um, MLK Center, and so that was for WNBA mm-hmm. star um, Skylar Diggins, yes. who's from South Bend, Indiana. Um, and mm-hmm. you were sent by, or you were like commissioned by Bleacher Report and Zell yes. to do that project, correct? Okay, mm-hmm. so tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, let's what happened? This, this, yeah, right. let's get into the hot topic. Okay. I mean, it got you know, it got like a bit of buzz, but a little bit, a little bit. Uh, think about this, this is a roller coaster uh yeah like to start off it's just it's wild uh i, I just grew so much after that all of, all of the good and bad but um it's wild because for months planning it um i was just so excited and so excited to show her yeah and then it, yeah it was uh it, it definitely hurt getting all those comments um especially when you're very proud of something and you're thinking like oh i, I thought this was good and yeah. just like I mean, wait, okay, wait, 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 let's even yeah, go back yeah. and talk, like, okay, so you get, they call you, you know, you're planning, and you even said you've been planning it for months, mm-hmm. so you seek out probably what photo you're going to paint, right? right, so you pick, but that's so, the, that's the biggest thing, was a photo, yeah, so, my style, but. yeah, so you use a photo, and you're like, okay, I'm going to paint this, and I think you said probably in the comments that you chose a photo that showed, you know, her determination when she's, yeah. like, making a shot. And a lot of people that are into sports would also know that, like, those sports pictures aren't, like, they're out there playing. <laughs> like, yeah, like, well, yeah. that you're focusing, you're sweaty usually, yeah. like, you're playing a whole game of, you know, whatever sport that is at yeah. the highest level possible, like, professionally. So, like, those pictures aren't, like, you know, like, the it's not a, a gala picture of you. Like, right. you know, it's going to be, like, a, you know, a picture of you in mid-game. Mm-hmm. Like, and so you chose a photo like that. Um. You paint it um, in your style, which a lot of people can't do portraits, um, but you do portraits, and that's like I think uh, a feat within itself. Like a lot of people can't, you know, can't do portraits. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you paint this, and then you're not done, and someone like snaps a photo yeah. of your unfinished mm-hmm. work mm-hmm. and posts it. Yeah, I had to block that guy too. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, um, but but going back to the photo, um, I chose a photo that she was getting ready to shoot a basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the wall wasn't, uh, wasn't very tall, it was like 12 feet high, yeah. um, and so I cut off, I just, you know, I did shoulders up, but below she's holding a basketball and she's getting ready to shoot a hoop. Uh, her face is determined, she, uh, she's, she's an athlete, you know? Uh, in my post, I mentioned that, you know, I think Skylar Diggins is beautiful, whether she's smiling, whether she's playing yeah. basketball, whatever uh, face she has. But um, I, I chose a more determined face. Um, I think she's a beautiful, strong woman, and I wanted to portray that. Um, but um, when I got approached by the Bleacher and Zell, they... They want they want to they wanted me to paint this because of my style like the the geometrics um, mm-hmm. and they also referenced um, I painted a portrait of Kobe Bryant and mm-hmm. so they're like we really like this style it's kind of black shapes yeah and so that's kind of what I went for um, I did that portrait in three days sometimes it, I mean it was cold like you know this is we're in November yeah. <laughs> this uh, I have not uh, gone into November painting afterwards. Uh, I gave that. I gave it my whole heart and soul. Uh, I did the whole thing in six days. Um, 
I mean, that's no excuse, but um, yeah, I, mean, I gave it my best. I thought it was great, um, and I, I can do realism. Um, I've done other portraits that are realistic, um, but at the end of the day, the biggest thing is um, you just can't please everybody. Yeah. I'm going to be doing the Spiro Festival this next summer, and I'm almost even preparing for negative feedback, yeah. right? It's like, you, you just have to take it, or it's either you're gonna have something good, and give it to the community or you're just you're going to be scared and because you're scared of negative feedback like you just gotta embrace it um but the, at the end of the day my biggest thing that i've learned is those people that were saying all those horrible things hundreds of hundreds of horrible comments turning into a meme saying really terrible things about me as a person they don't even know me but those people are small that's how i feel you with the way you're talking you're talking very small um and there's a bigger picture out here and the bigger picture um, is just, um, just you just can't give up. You have to keep, and I'm, I, that, that fueled my fire. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, let, I let myself be sad for like two days and I was like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna let, take it in, take these emotions in. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, they don't, they will never take my spirit. Like, um, they don't see how happy I am. And yeah, when I wake up in the morning too, get to be able to paint um so yeah just never let them take your spirit that's what i say yeah i think too um the mm -hmm. one thing that i noticed from it and it was probably hard for you you know in yeah. the midst of it to like you know focus on anything besides the negative but the one thing that i noticed that came out of it was all the support that also oh yeah you that, know, was, like, that was the best part i'm glad you brought yeah. that up too uh that also helped turn things around so much quicker i think i could have dwelled a little bit longer than I did, but then uh, I want to share a really cool story too, um, that the morning of the reveal, because it happened at 2 a.m. when I got all those comments, and I'm getting ready to meet her for the first time at, um, you know, and so I was up all night reading and just like, just throw all the comments like punches in the two random messages from strangers uh, that live nearby the MLK and they they're just like I don't know you but just please don't give up and I'm just like I just want to let you know like you are the reason why I'm going to keep going today so thank you very much uh, no that's yeah I think you talked to in your posts about um, a lot of the kids that were around yeah kind of like you know that showed you too that like okay I can't let this you know no, like, yeah get to me could you talk about that for a second? Yes, yeah. I had, uh, it was really cool. Um, I had random kids come up to me throughout the week while I was working there. Um, I had one that was like, okay, I'm going to check the progress tomorrow. We're going <laughs> to see if you're tough. And then uh, he came back. He's like, this is a masterpiece. And I was like, oh, thank you. Yeah, um, yeah they're all sweet. A few of them, they're trying to help me clean up my supplies. They're just, they wanted to help and like learn. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, yeah. And I mean, ideally, like, that's really who it's for. You know, like the kids yes. that come to yeah. the the MLK Center, like that's you know that that too was meant to inspire. But even that, even further than that, like art. And I think like as creators, a lot of us have to realize this is that like art and you know our like creations, whether that's you know social media, TikTok videos, or you know social yeah. media like photos or whatever we post, like it's subjective. Like and like you said, you can't please everybody. No. So like, it, I mean the 
another lesson in it too is that you know like you your craft is your craft and you have to do it how you do it yeah i mean if people don't like it they don't like it like, yeah oh well. and i do want to add too that like i am able to accept like negative feedback that yeah. just comes with being an artist you put yourself out there uh it's it's, it's very vulnerable i guess um sometimes i get scared to post you know and but that's it's my job it's my lifestyle it's my it's my everything yeah. um to share it um but yeah, I am able to take negative feedback. It's just when it becomes just like very malicious and just uh, to the point where you're, you're just, it's not even, um, uh, there's there's just no point. Um, if you're, you're, you know, tell me you want to beat me up, like that's not the negative feedback like yeah, you're talking about. Like, I respect constructive criticism. Cr constructive. Like. <laughs> um, I respect everyone's opinion as long as like it doesn't turn into that. Like, and we can even talk about it. Like, that's okay. You don't like my style? That's fine. Um, we, yeah, there's... I mean, even this, when people started sharing your other work, people were like, oh, like, maybe I do like her style, <laughs> yeah. and now I get it. Like, yeah. oh, okay, this is just how she paints. Like, you know, so... Yeah. But it's just, yeah, you can't believe everybody. So. No. But I'm glad, you know, you were able to kind of come out of the two-day sadness from that. And, yeah. you know, like, see, I was happy to see, like, the support It was a flood. Too. Like, it was so beautiful. <laughs> I, I definitely, my eyes watered a few times. Oh, uh, but that, yeah, this community definitely has my back. And that the love definitely overpowered the hate for sure. So, that's all that matters, too. Yeah. Um, so, a lot of um, artists, mm -hmm. it takes a while for them to start making money from, um, their artwork. How long do you think after you really started to take it serious did you start making money from your art? Yeah, um, well, I didn't really just like jump in and just uh, like wake up and say, oh, I'm, not, I'm just gonna make art today. Like, I definitely had a plan for uh, like six months prior, um, and it came a little sooner than expected. I just, you just gotta rip the band aid and jump in. But um, I definitely had like a little bit of like seed money to help me because. I've never done commissions or never ever done anything like this before, so having a little bit of security really helped. Um, I would say like the first two years were, there were highs and lows, but um, after the second year, I started to see like this is um, more like consistent income, and it's just um, I think how you manage it. Um, you have to be you have to do ten jobs at once as a freelancer, I think. Um, I happen to love that. I love every aspect of it. I love organizing and uh, emails, all that good stuff. And um, but I'd say after like the second year, I just I started to learn more about my routine and um, what I needed to do for that income. So and it started to to show through. It's funny how you said you have to do ten jobs. And yeah, that, like, I'm sure you, you too. Yeah, no, literally, you and really especially as a mom work. too. That's like another. You know, that's 10. ten jobs. Back. Yeah, that's another ten. No, definitely. But I think too, like just yeah, you really have to become like a jack of all trades when yeah. it, you know when you're starting something. Uh, it's not for everybody, man. It's not for everybody. <laughs> no, literally. You're like, I always. It's funny because I always see like the TikToks, and it'll be like somebody introducing like they're like, oh, here's my team, and it'll be like the photographer, and it'll be the same person, and it'll be, like, yeah, yeah. the videographer, and it'll be like the um, assistant. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah just you. It's the same person. <laughs> No, really though. <laughs> I feel like a lot of like creatives and um, entrepreneurs can understand that too. Yeah. Um, what are I guess if you don't mind me asking, some ways that you bring in revenue as an artist, or you know, some ways that somebody could potentially bring in revenue as an artist? Yeah. Um, I mean, I would consider myself a hustler. Like I 
Uh, <laughs> definitely, I have, I have like little side gigs, you know. Um, as a freelancer, nothing is really consistent, but um, so just I mean, you have to like really try at it, you know. Um, uh, on the side, I do like logos uh, for companies. Um, do like office, uh, like yeah, just logos for offices. Or um, I did a few for it was the old Burkhart. So um, yeah, just on like random like factory buildings on the outside, just their you know their their job. Um, that's kind of one of my side things. Um, but you know, prints. There's like once you tap into something, just yeah. oh, I guess I'm just talking about artists, but. Um, no, I mean, you can yeah. say for whoever. Like. Uh, you know, prints, t-shirts, uh, socks. You know, put your artwork on socks, make a painting, put it on a sock. I don't know. Like, no, definitely. Christmas special. Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just, um, I think the opportunities are endless. And if you follow, uh, for me, it's like social media or like the internet in general, like it's just like an open, like, uh, it's beautiful, an open book. and. You can you follow other people's journey and see journeys and see like how they're doing it, and that's how I learned too. No, definitely. All right. Anything else you want to say to the podcast to the people? Um. Well, uh, I think we covered it all. <laughs> yeah.